นายทางเอกเ
Maxie Ramon. Maxie Ramon? Hmm? Murdered in this house? Now, wait a minute. Something beautiful as that. The came from the living room. Maybe Maxie wasn't as dead as we thought he was. No. Not another. Keep back, Mr. Clark. That's no place for a lady. Oh, Mrs. Clark. Yeah, that's all right. Two bottles of bullet holes right between the ice. Hey, the window's open. Let's go then take a look. This is the way he got in, all right. And got out, too. Got out, but... Uh, the shot couldn't have come from the outside, Inspector, because victim number two was out of line with the window. Yes, that's right. Moxie. Moxie, Inspector, is as dead as a marinated herring. I made sure of that. Yes, but... <gasps> what is it, Miss Clark? What? Who? The one on the floor? Something to do it. Why? We certainly stepped into something. <laughs> outside the house isn't getting us anywhere, Bart. It's too dark to see anything in here. I believe you're right, Inspector. However, it does give us a chance to talk without being interrupted by Miss Clark's aunt. That's crazy, Jane. <laughs> the way she acted a couple of murders is something you buy tickets for. Who is she, anyhow? Her name is Sissy Aiken. She's Senator Clark's sister. <laughs> She's staying with the kids while the senator's in Washington. It is a fortunate thing, though, that there was a woman around to take care of Alice. Doctor, you know something? Well, I got the idea that Alice wasn't so upset over her brother's death as she tried to make out. Yes, you know, I had that same feeling, Inspector. Well, what's the answer? I wish I knew. Nothing about this case rings true. Alice thought, or said she thought, Moxie shot himself. She said she didn't know him. And when she found out I wasn't a policeman, she accused me of being one of them. Well, what does she mean by Jane? I haven't the slightest idea. Now we both feel that... She was putting on an axe when her brother was shot. So perhaps the answer's right under our nose, eh? As soon as the boys finish checking the fingerprints. <laughs> you mean that we'll find out that Alice is guilty of both murders and sex? I wish, and I'm afraid we not going to find it quite as simple as that. Why would Senator Aza Clark's daughter shoot two men and one of them is her own brother? I'm afraid we've got to dig up a motive to make such a theory even worth considering. Yeah, I see what you mean. What is it, Miss Aiken? It's to walk. Yeah, I see him. Walking with rather a business-like stride, too. No, 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 wait a minute. Inspector, wait. Let's see what happens. He's on the porch now. Walking right in as though he owned the place. Maybe he does. Maybe Alice has got two buttons. No, there are only two children. That young man certainly doesn't act as though he expected to find a household policeman. Perhaps we'd better go in and introduce ourselves. <laughs> That busy game's probably throwing a weight around again. I'm going to see Alice and you're not going to stop it. But you can't, Phil. Oh, Inspector, please. Okay, Miss Aiken, all right, Bob. Who are you? None of your business. Ben, say it. Don't you dare talk to me. I'll talk to him any way I want. You keep out of this, Miss Aiken. I came to see Alice and nobody's going to stop. Oh, is that so? Well, now, we'll see about that. Take your hands up. That's so fast, Bob. Sit down on that chair and behave yourself. What's your name? His name is Ben Fuller, and he's a horrible uh, young man. Suppose we give the young man a chance to answer for himself, Miss Aiken. He won't answer. He's too stubborn. I can't Miss Aiken, please. If I were Alice, I'd never, never speak to him as long as I yes, did. Yes, that's it. I can't imagine ever being that with him. Stop, stop. You and Miss Aiken continue in the library while I ask this uh, young man some questions. Oh, well, I think that would be wonderful. So you're Alice's boyfriend, are you, son? None of your business who I am. Now, look, that kind of attitude isn't going to get you anywhere. Okay, now let me ask a few questions. What are the cops doing here? <laughs> you don't have to answer. I know why they're here. Alice called him, didn't she? Yes, matter of fact, she did. Yeah, sure. 
I told him if he let that punk come here again, I'd kill him. And I will, too. He's not going to have it. He's in love with me. I'll kill him. I'll... Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just who is it that you're so set on killing? As if you didn't know. Look, Papa, you're not kidding me. Maybe you've got to jump on me this time. But it's that punk Moxie. Moxie? Yeah, Moxie. Moxie Raymond. I know what he's here. I was waiting outside. I saw him through the window. Oh, Ben. Would you mind stepping this way for a minute? Well, what for? But you can't order me around here. I'm not one of your friends. Moxie and that move. What? If you don't believe me, take a look. You mean, why, the dirty hippies here are... Hey, there's a couple of... Hey, someone else had the same idea about my sin. What? That's Eddie. That's Alice's brother. Yes, it is. I think we'd better step back into the hall. Was Eddie a friend of yours, then? Why, sure. I mean, well, no, not exactly. He wasn't her real brother. Senator Clark adopted him. Nobody liked Eddie very much. I see. Did Eddie uh, approve of Moxie seeing his sister? Well, he, he said he didn't care. It was all right with him. I asked him to talk to her, and he said, well, oh, she was having fun. Why not let her? Having fun? Yeah, she used to go down to Moxie's Golden Swan nightclub a lot. Said she got a kick out of it. She seemed to think a girl ought to see all sides of life. Hmm. Loving, she thought. I see. Then Alice had seen Moxie before tonight. Well, yes. Why? Hey, I haven't done anything to get Alice in trouble, have I? Not she, she wouldn't do anything really wrong with you. Perhaps not. Look there, Ben. You're in love with Alice, aren't you? Why, sure I am. I'm not kidding anyone about that. Splendid. Now, I want you to listen carefully to what I have to say. <laughs> You're Senator Clark's only relative except for his children. Oh, yes, I have respected that. And if the children were to die, you'd inherit all the money? Yes, I would have respected that. Uh-huh. Even if the killing were, shall we say, uh, murdered? <laughs> well, that wouldn't make any difference at all, Inspector Stafford. Hmm. Uh, how much money would you inherit, Miss Aiken? Oh, around about uh, $10 million. Then the... Miss <clears throat> uh, Aiken, do you realize that this place is you in a very uh, unfavorable position? Well, I, uh... I'd like to be arrested and say something. Well, now, I... I... That's only a... Uh... <laughs> this is terrible. Huh? I think you're running. Oh, that... Wait, something to do to that. Oh, this is the ghost come from. Where are you? Yeah, the girl, I think. It must have been Alice. Uh, yeah, it, it, it comes from upstairs. That's right. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Follow me. Which room is it? This one. Jumping through this. She's all crumpled up on the floor. It's Oh, that 
terrible face. Who was it, Miss Clark? What happened? They came in from the balcony. I was lying here with my eyes closed. There was a squeaking sound made by the window, and I opened my eyes, and there he was coming toward me. That terrible leering grin on his face. So then, what did you do? I screamed. Jumped from the bed and ran toward the door. And then you fell? I. I went still. Everything went back. I remember that. Hey, Clark. What's wrong, Inspector? Where's the kid? Who? Oh, uh, Ben Thayer. Yeah, where is he? He was with us when we started up the stairs. Well, he, uh, he must have gotten away in the excitement. Just like that. He got away during the excitement. Listen, Bob. Hey, what are you doing over there? Come on, stop over here, Inspector. Yeah, sure. Well, what are you opening and closing those windows for? Not so loud. Huh? I want to find out if either of the windows in this room squeak. Squeak? Yeah. Hey, the girl did say she heard the window squeak, didn't she? Hmm. And the one of them squeak. And the girl was lying. The fainting business was an act. I'm going to That's her way. It's quite possible she only imagined the squeak. She seems fully recovered now. Come on, Inspector. I have an idea. Are you feeling better, Miss Clark? Yes, much better, thank you. Did you find out anything? Only that the intruder escaped through the window. Miss Clark, under the circumstances, I know that this may seem a little out of place. Uh, but Mr. Dutton, I'd like I... to have you accompany me, Inspector Dutton, and your aunt on a visit to Moxie Ramon's nightclub immediately. <laughs> Most of them spent the morning in the electric chair, then oh, the division the gas chambers. Well, she asked a dumb question, she gets a dumb answer. <laughs> oh, Inspector, I think you're cute. <laughs> I wish we hadn't come here. I hate this place. Oh. What's wrong with Clark? Hmm. Heaven, near the door. The man with a horrible, leering face. Oh, yes, I see him. He's staring straight at us. Hey, that's George Bates Tyler. Exactly. Moxie Ramon's first lieutenant. You sure he was the one who entered your room, Miss Clark? I'm positive. Oh, please take me out of here. It's all right. He's gone now. There's nothing to worry about, Miss Clark. Dogface has a healthy respect for the police. Why talk about Dogface? <laughs> you know, he was my favorite, too. Come on, Inspector. Let's talk about it. Come on, stupid, stupid. I'm in the groove. Borrow my favorite. Let's be a groove from you. Hey, wait a minute. What the devil kind of language is that? Inspector, I'm afraid you've made a fine Oh, you're fine, child, and I'm on the beat. Now, wait, now, wait. <laughs> hey, Bob. No, you didn't. Let's go. Ha, ha, ha. Poor old guy. He doesn't know what it's all about. I think it's awful the way Aunt Sissy can act so unconcerned when there have been two murders committed practically before her eyes. Possibly. She's not as unconcerned as she appears. Uh, I'm going to step outside for a moment, Miss Clark. I think you'd better take this. What? Yes, yes, you keep it out of sight behind your purse. But why should I have no it? need for alarm. I merely want to... No, 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 Miss Clark. Take hold of it like that. Yes, and he has a gun. It's a what happened. Miss Clark, come back here. Miss Clark! Ah, 
All right, Drake, get your paws up. Dogs is Tyler. And with a gun, too. Well, well. Yeah, with a gun. It would food some. Okay, Drake, what's the gimmick? Gimmick? Let's, um, let's quit being nice. Your little trick didn't work, see? I knew you were up to something the minute I saw you here. So when a kid came in and started that fight, you were the baby I set my eye on. Dog face, you're amazing. I had no idea there was such a set of blame lying behind that handsome profile. Oh, you dirty copper suit. Now, so before you do, tell me something, dog face. How are you going to beat the rap for murder? Beat the... What do you mean, murder rap? Yes, two murder raps, in fact. Your late boss, Matthew Ramon, and young Ed Clark. Now, you nuts. I wasn't even near the place. What place, dog face? Clark, that's it. These lousy rats, you're trying to hang those two murders on me. Well, look. Yes, I... it wouldn't be difficult at all, don't they? You were at the Clark's place tonight, Miss Clark saw you. She never oh, said yes, that. Oh, yes, she did. So I give you your description of uh, what she calls your visage. Visage? What's that? Visage. Furthermore, we have fingerprints on the window that you forced. I'm afraid, dog face, that we'd have no trouble at all hanging the two murders on you. Especially since it's common knowledge that you and Moxie weren't getting on too well. It's a frame-up, eh? Yes, and it's one that'll stick. What do you want, Drake? The note that young Ed Clark signed for money he lost Moxie's gambling table. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. You and Moxie were using the note to blackmail Alice Clark. You're crazy. No, I'm not. Senator Clark's name is coming up for re-election next fall. You knew he couldn't stand unfavorable publicity. A face face, and he's one of the most important military committeemen in Washington. So you worked on his daughter. You can't prove that, and if you try all this stuff, will come out in the paper. I won't have to prove it, dog face. Because you're going to give me any and all papers that Ed Clark might have signed. Either that, or you're going to face a murder charge, dog face, and that's something I can prove. Ah. Grace, you're a sucker. There's one little bet you overlooked. Suppose you aren't around to do any of that proving you're talking about. No, I wouldn't be a fool to try that, dog face. Inspector Denton would have... So I'd be a fool, will I? Well, get this, you two-time detective. You're going to get it right now. Inspector, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, let's see, Inspector, we've got to move fast now. Everything depends on speed. Come on, man. Got the reports, eh? Dead about two hours before you arrived. Yeah. What? The girl's fingerprints? Don't think you this. Okay, thanks. Well, Inspector. There were three sets of prints on the gun. Moxie, Ed Clark, and Alice Clark. No, what a crazy. How could Alice's prints get on the gun? Inspector Dandy, you're probably getting off the beam. On the contrary, the inspector is right on the beam. Oh, no, I don't see how. I'm supposed to be on the beam. There's done many things during the past few days that one wouldn't suspect her of. She's telling us so many lies, she almost got herself facing a murder charge. Why, well, you... No, Ben, please. Mr. Drake is right. I have been in But I... I was so desperate and so frightened yes, that I... Yes, I know. Alice made the mistake that so many other innocent people have made. She didn't go to the police at once. They... They said if I did, they'd, they'd tell about Ed. Yes, it's a blackmailer's threat, Alice. <laughs> the papers we found in Moxie Ramon's <laughs> office tonight would hardly create the scandal they promised. You didn't know that, of course. We knew that Ed had been gambling, so he could have been mixed up in other things. Yes. They, they said that Father could never live down the publicity. They knew election was so important to him, and to the government, too. When you found Moxie dead on the floor, you suspected that Ed had killed him. A worse scandal than ever. 
So you placed the gun in Moxie's hand, called the inspector, and said someone had committed suicide in your living room. Oh, I couldn't think of anything else to do. Stan here thought you were carrying on an affair with Moxie because he saw Moxie coming from the house. And you couldn't tell him otherwise without explaining about Ed. Is that true, Al? Yes, it's true. I was dumb enough to Things kept building up until the situation was almost intolerable. Tonight's dramatic conclusion must have been in one sense a relief. Yeah, this is all very nice, but we still got a couple of murders to solve. Who killed Moxie? Ed Clark. Alice, I think, saw him do it. Ed probably came in when Moxie was trying to force some money out of it. He must have realized what a heel he'd been, so he decided to square everything by killing Moxie. Then he beat it, leaving his sister holding the bag. Yes, he probably stood outside, watched Alice pick up the gun, and place it in Moxie's hand. Well, he knows that Alice has sent her on the run, and she might be accused of murdering Moxie. That's right. He came back to get the gun. Okay. So Fox comes back into the room, and someone fucked him. Who was it? Moxie did. <laughs> you know what I thought you said, Bart? I thought you said Moxie shot Fox. I did. Now, wait a minute. Moxie was already dead. What kind of a gag is it? There's no gag, Inspector. Alice picked up Ed's gun, placed it in Moxie's hand, put his finger around the trigger to make it look like suicide. Stop making sense, Bob. <laughs> I got two murders to solve. Alice knew nothing about guns, as I discovered when I tried to get her to take mine at the Golden Swan tonight. The fact that the safety catch was off meant nothing to her. I still don't get it. Alice placed the gun in Moxie's lifeless hand. Our old friend Rigor Mortis went to work. Rigor Mortis? Now, Bob... Mortis I... Inspector steps in from one minute to two hours after a person dies. If you read a book written by a certain well-known private detective, you'd know that Rigor Mortis is a slow stiffening of a dead person's muscle. Uh, could that well-known detective be a guy named Barton Blake? Yes, it could, Inspector. Rigor Mortis immediately began tightening the finger that was crooked around the gun in Moxie's hand. John Pengotis. Now I get it. Moxie's finger cut. Tightening around the trigger. And when Ed lifted up Moxie's hand to remove the gun, it exploded in his face. Well, I'll just... him. Right between the eyes. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I bet this is the only case on record where a dead man committed murder. By golly, we were certainly smart to figure that one. Oh, oh, Inspector Jackson. I think you're simply wrong. Now, wait a minute, Miss Satan. Oh, you're You're a... A When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.